The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi. And welcome to the second of our four-part series of brief, essential conversations with Rabbi Rami episodes, exploring some of the things you can do to maintain your psycho-spiritual health during the coronavirus pandemic. We're organizing this series around a teaching of an ancient Jewish sage named Hillel. Hillel taught, if I'm not for myself, who will be for me? If I'm only for myself, what am I? And if not, now when? Today, we'll talk a bit about being for yourself. Our guest is Reverend Dr. Gordon Pierman. Gordon is an Episcopal priest, a mindfulness meditation teacher in the lineage of Philip Moffat, a psychologist, and the author of two books, The Body Knows the Way, Coming Home Through the Dark Night, and Blessed Relief, What Christians Can Learn from Buddhists About Suffering. Gordon and I teach together at the One River Wisdom School and we co-led the Spirituality and Health Interfaith Tour to the Holy Land in 2018. Gordon Pierman, welcome to the special edition of Essential Conversations. Thank you, Rami. Today, we're talking about things, Gordon, that people can do to take care of themselves psychologically and spiritually, because you're really in both camps, around dealing with the stress associated with coronavirus pandemic and maybe having to self-isolate in their homes. I know people are calling you as a priest, a psychologist, and a Buddhist teacher for advice. What kind of questions are people asking? You know, Rami, in this uh, last week, I've received not so much questions as people looking for a space to offer a report on their experience. So just a need to reach out and talk to somebody. Yeah, exactly. One of my mentors once said, when people are really going through a rough patch, it's not so much what you can say, but what you can bear to hear. And um, I think people first have simply needed to say, this is what's going on with me. With my usual psychotherapy clients, you know, they usually come in and they, they have something that they want to talk about. And almost to a person this last week, everybody began with the sentence, I hardly know where to begin. Mm. And I think they were speaking to the kind of um, overwhelm that they were feeling. So let me ask you this. I mean, you're trained to listen to this, but what if it's a friend, not of yours? And what if it's just a person just, they don't have someone to call like yourself. So they're just talking to a friend and start with, I hardly know where to begin. Are there things just an ordinary person can do to make listening successful? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that there are probably some things that we can do and things that we should probably avoid doing. And, and maybe I'll start with avoiding. It may be a little bit counterintuitive, but reassurance often does not reassure. Unless we are receiving a reassurance from someone who is really knowledgeable, really authoritative, it's best not to try to reassure because it often takes the form of something like, well, you know, you really shouldn't be thinking that way, or now let's look at this a different way, uh, don't feel this way. What people need first is an opportunity simply to say what they're actually experiencing and what they're feeling. There is a, a method that you and I teach, Rami, called inquiry. And with inquiry, we're simply curious about what someone is experiencing. So uh, a formula, this is a little bit formulaic, but it's, I think, quite useful, is to invite someone simply to settle down and maybe even share a minute or two in silence. And then use the formula, I'm noticing. I'm noticing that I'm thinking this, or I'm noticing that I'm feeling this, or I'm noticing that this tension is showing up in this way in my body. And what we do uh, in this formula of, of, of holding space for people is simply to say, I'm going to listen to you without interrupting for 10, 15 minutes, however long you want to you wanna speak. And the formula is just, I'm noticing this. And then I'm noticing that so that they get used to having someone who is actually listening, but who is not either offering advice, not fixing. Sometimes we say no fixing, no saving, no advice giving, no setting anybody straight. Uh, they're simply offering uh, a listening ear, but a listening ear really means a lot. So how would someone set that up for a friend? I mean, what you say, yeah. you know, tell me what you're noticing. They won't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So what's going through our mind stream at any given moment are thoughts and feelings, bodily sensations, memories, and planning, uh, anticipation, worry. So you could cue this process up by saying, just tell me what you're noticing for instance, uh, during a time like this, people will often uh, report, my thoughts are just racing. You know, they just can't stop. I've got to stop my thoughts. I can't get to sleep. And what we do in this case, in, in a sense, is uncage the thoughts and just say, just list the thoughts for me that you find yourself thinking. And just invite them to let that part of them that's worried, let that part of them that's thinking, just speak and speak and speak and speak. And then how do you turn it around so that now it's my turn? Mm. Well, it might be that we would set it up by saying, I'm just going to listen to you for five or 10 or 15 minutes or when you kind of run out of steam, when you've really said everything that you need to say. And then we, as it were, flip the pancake. And then uh, I'm going to tell you, you know, this is what I've just been obsessing about all this time. Or I seem to have this feeling that will not let go of me. So when you and I teach something like this at uh, One River Wisdom Schools, one of the things that, that you do with it is how do we get people to recognize that the noticer 
is not in under stress. That I notice my mind is racing, but the mind that's noticing, the noticer, if you want, there's a built-in calm somewhere in my psyche that I'm trying to recognize, or at least just notice that too, that I've got all this craziness going on. But the me that's noticing all the craziness isn't going crazy. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Yeah, yeah. To give you a visual metaphor for what you just said, Rami, let's think of the surface of the ocean. You know, given any kind of weather that's moving through and Boy, we've really got some rough waters right now. The surface of the ocean is, uh, it's just the way it is. And by the way, if you're out there on the water in your boat, you have no control over what's going on in the world of the waves. But 5, 10, 15 fathoms down, it's actually quite calm down there. So what you and I are interested in doing is helping people access Um, a different kind of, uh, we might call it heart-mind, a different kind of thinking, uh, a different kind of uh, knowing. So uh, we could say, on the one hand, there's our ordinary knowing, which is essentially strategic. You know, it's good at planning things. It's good at figuring things out. It's like, okay, here's how to wash your hands for 20 seconds, you know. That's one kind of thinking. But there's another kind of knowing, which we might call the knowing of the deep heart or intuitional knowing. And this is the kind of knowing that you're referencing right now. And that is the knowing of what I like to call loving awareness or the compassionate witness. To use another metaphor, it would be as though I were sitting on the bank of a stream and I was simply watching Thoughts, feelings, memories, worries come down the stream. Whatever's passing on the down the stream of consciousness is just what it is. I don't have any control over that. But over here on the bank, this witness or this watcher is not actually uh, jumping on board with anything that's coming down the stream. It's actually just watching. So this practice of noticing that I I mentioned at the outset of our conversation, is an example of sitting on the bank of the stream of your own consciousness and just beginning to cultivate, oh yeah, there is this thing that is noticing that is actually quite calm and it's not embroiled in all this. You can do this because I've been doing it uh, at home, certainly, but I've been going to the supermarket. I had to do shopping for my family. I had to do shopping for other people who couldn't get to the supermarket And I was noticing, not other people, just my own reaction to other people. When someone, you know, passed by me pushing four giant shopping carts filled with toilet paper, I noticed that my mind said, oh my God, you better get toilet paper. You got to get toilet paper. (laughs) And I wanted to go and fill six carts with toilet paper. And then I realized, wait a second, I'm watching that happen. 
there's a part of me that that's a toilet paper hoarder all of a sudden. But there's another part of me who says, uh, you know what? I'm not driven that way and I don't need more toilet paper. So you could do this in almost any, any setting. Simply what? Simply ask yourself, what am I noticing? Would that do it? What am I noticing? It's a great example, Rami, of kind of what we call catching yourself in the act. So here's here's a thought that's coming down the mind stream. It's gotten triggered by those um, shopping carts full of toilet paper. And then it's as though I like to call this taking the backward step. I sort of step back and I'm watching myself or I'm catching myself in the act. Mm. And this works. I mean, I'm, I'm giving a testimonial to anyone who's listening. This actually works. It sounds very simple, but it, it really works. So, Gordon, we're just about out of time. And I know you've got meditations online. Where, where can people find your teachings and, and the various meditations that you offer? Right. Our website is OneRiverWisdomNashville.org. Uh, if you just Google One River Nashville, you'll come up with that. And there will be uh, meditations and talks that I give each week. There's an archive of meditations and talks. Uh, now that we're not meeting in person, I'll be doing these virtually and posting them online during the week. And you and I, we should let people know, you and I, amongst other people, we're putting together a retreat uh, in partnership with Spirituality and Health Magazine so that people can turn their self-isolation into some kind of self-realization opportunity. So you can listen for more of that. So Gordon, listen, thanks for sharing your insights with us on Essential Conversations. And like you said, you can find more guidance from Gordon Pierman at www.OneRiverWisdomNashville.org. And you have to spell out one, O-N-E, not the number. And just a reminder to our listeners, you can find other helpful hints and practices on the Spirituality and Health website, SpiritualityHealth.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the regular bi-weekly podcast with Spirituality and Health on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms. I'm Rabbi Rami. Thanks for listening. Essential Conversations with Rabbi Rami is the bi-weekly podcast of Spirituality and Health magazine. If you like Essential Conversations, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show on your preferred podcast app. You can also follow me on Spirituality and Health's website, where I now write a regular column called Roadside Musings, and on my new podcast, Conversations on the Egg. And don't forget to subscribe to the print magazine as well. Essential Conversations is produced by Ezra Baker Truppiano, and our executive producer is Catherine Drury-Wagner. I'm Rabbi Rami. Thanks for listening. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on The Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. 
available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. <laughs>